0: Howdy, folks. Uh, this is the first episode of J.H.R. Backstage, our brand new companion podcast that's going to run alongside the regular show that we actually just finished taping. Uh, this will be a podcast where we uh, go over some of the like upcoming albums and upcoming concerts, something that used to be super like uh, big in the original show uh, that we couldn't really sustain in like season three and stuff because the taping schedule was so hectic. Uh here in the room with me right now is uh series director uh Connolly. Hello. Uh that doesn't really know a single thing about the music that we talk about on this show. No. But uh, <laughs> he's here and he is I just needed a co-host. That's essentially what happened here. Although I am happy to have him here. Uh Happy to be here. <laughs> so, um I know on on the episode if you guys haven't watched it, you should go ahead and do that. Uh the album review corner for this uh, episode was the killer's new album, pressure machine. Now an uh,
1: interesting name for an album. Yeah. Well, of course,
0: like you would know the killers from like somebody told me and, and like Mr. Brightside and they've come quite the ways since that song was popular. Uh, the album's just okay. You can, you can get a better (laughs) like feel for my thoughts on it. Um, Mm -hmm. in the actual episode, inevitably I'm going to probably be recording this shortly after this podcast is done. So, Mm -hmm. uh, However, I did want to just take this podcast essentially to do maybe like a bit of a 2020 year in review kind of thing. Because obviously there was no album review corner at, at all right. throughout 2020. <laughs> and so a ton of albums did come out in 2020. could talk about some of them uh, here as well as some uh, general updates about what's going to probably be happening with this podcast as a whole. Uh, one of the first albums that comes to mind, in fact, uh, it was one of the dre- CD like dressings on the set uh was the new 21 pilots album scaled and icy Mm -hmm. uh is a very different album have you listened to any of it i know being around like i feel like i've
1: heard it in your car
0: it was in my car for a while yeah Yeah, isn't that the
1: album they wrote when they were like right next to each other and they'd mail each other
0: so level of concern was released during quarantine as a standalone single single it wasn't um, it wasn't released on the album, oh, okay. which he, he had come on to record now. Cause a bunch of people asked about it saying like that song was never meant to be on the album because it's oh, a very okay. like COVID specific song. So like, it doesn't make any sense to have it on scale and I see. It makes um, sense.
1: Although I know that like, you know, bands like AJR, mm-hmm. they made. I think Bummerland. Well, so was like, their COVID song, or was that Bang?
0: That now that was their COVID song, definitely Bummerland. But like yeah. Bummerland, regardless of like its COVID connections, could just be a general message of like, true. Oh well, now I got to change all my plans because something got in the way. Like it doesn't have to just be COVID. However, like level of concern was like, would you be my little quarantine? Like, yeah, it, it's, it's 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 not less broad. specific. Yeah, yeah, more it, specific yeah. to the situation. Um,
1: that makes sense.
0: But, no, Scaled and Icy, the the three singles off that were Shy Away, uh, Choker, and Saturday, uh, which this is a much different album for them. It's a very different album from them, actually, uh, which Tyler Joseph has already said essentially was just supposed to be a much brighter side of things because Trench was so dark. Yeah, uh, Trench was a very, very sad album, <laughs> mm-hmm. so he wanted something a little happier this go-around. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and i mean he achieved it i think because there's definitely a good vibe to this album although the biggest thing that i can say which i find hilarious is that there's still it's super dark if you actually listen to the lyrics really so it's
1: it's like a a case scenario of the band fun
0: yeah where it's like the lyrics are depressing to like
1: Hyped up electric yeah. keyboards. It, it's
0: it's the standard fueled by ramen treatment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where you're singing about really sad things to really upbeat music. Fun, <laughs> fun was the king of that. Yeah, fun, fun was the best at doing that at some nights, especially. And I feel like AJR is too. Oh yeah, AJR is very good at doing that. Definitely. Which that's actually a really good jumping pad to something that you actually have listened to over the, and over again yeah, for the, thing, the past the few months. Other big album, at least in my world, that came out in 2020 or was that 2021 already i don't remember uh, um regardless it was before the show taped yeah but uh okay orchestra the th- yeah fourth album from ajr no it was 2021 was it 2021? because
1: on uh the one spectacular night which was their right. like one night event yep. they they uh they showed um that the, was the premiere of my play wasn't Yeah it? what it is my yeah. play yeah, yeah. They, they showed the animation and they there's like oh it's coming up on the new album and i think the album came out like in march
0: that sounds about right. Um
1: of 2021 if I remember correctly and then I ended up buying that uh before uh I got my job at a place yeah. that I'm not going to talk about. <laughs> um but uh and then I listened to it on my way to and from work yeah. like all the time. Um so yeah, that that album cuts deep.
0: It really does. And honestly, it's 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 weird how you wouldn't think AJR could get any deeper than they already have in the click and neo theater i mean and yet seriously they just continue to get deeper and deeper yeah uh, i
1: feel like quarantine pulled something out of all of us they were like definitely s- did, something yeah. that we weren't able to feel before mm-hmm. was ripped out and we had we were just like oh you you <laughs> have these emotions by the way and it's like oh thank you very much
0: i mean it definitely helps like in our case at least that jack the lead singer of, of ajr is about our age he's like i think he's like two or three years older than us yeah that so, would like, help yeah. we're going through the same periods of life with him mm. so i think his writing hits a little harder to, to <laughs> the, the general age demographic of early 20s because that's just that's where like, he is where that's where we is. are yeah that's where we are that makes sense i liked okay orchestra quite a bit although it took a playthrough or two to fully grasp in on me. Mm-hmm. At first, I wasn't sure of the new... Like, I wouldn't call it the new sound, because it does sound very AJR still, but they yeah. definitely tried some different things this go-around.
1: I'll be honest um, with you. I would say, probably, I could go on record saying that OK Orchestra so far is my favorite album I could probably from AJR. say that, too.
0: Honestly, because like the the click is a very, very, very close second if we're going to have oh, that yeah. fight. Yeah. Uh, because the click, to me, had there wasn't a single skippable song on that entire album. No. But on the flip side, Neo Theater had a couple of duds that I didn't really like that much. I didn't like, like Neo
1: Theater as super much. I listened to it a lot when we would drive around and we'd yeah. listen to your car. I, I, I listened to a lot of songs I was like, okay, some of these are pretty good. But there was a lot of them where I'm like, they're they're missing mm. it, and then OK Orchestra comes out, and I was like, okay, these this slap. is better. Yeah, this is got much like, better. It's got like one or two skippables, yeah. But like other than that, I was like, no, this is. Really
0: I wouldn't good. even say that it has. Which songs would you consider skippables on OK Orchestra?
1: Um, well, it's it's also down to personal taste. Fair for me. Fair. Um, so like, I don't really like listening to um, what is? It? It's the one that sounds like it came from a SpongeBob with like the ukulele, and it sounds like Hawaiian kind of. I can't remember. That's what it's just called. AJR, man. I know, <laughs> but like the one that like really, really honed in on it. I can't remember what the name of it is because I haven't listened to it. Um, God, what is it called? I can't remember. I'd have to look at the album. Yeah, I that's, can't that's all right. Uh, but there are a few on there. Uh, what I one that I do know the name of is uh, Joe. Joe's Um, one of my
0: least favorites on the album, but it it definitely, after a couple of playthroughs, grew on me a lot more than I thought it would. Yeah. Um, None of them are
1: bad. Yeah, Um, yeah. There's not a single bad song on there. It all comes down to personal preference. Like, okay, what do I want to listen to? Yeah. I would definitely say that my top three favorite songs on there, though, um, would be Bummerland, Bang, and Way Less Sad. Those are my favorites.
0: Yeah, I would say Way Less Sad takes number one spot for me. And then... um, Bang is definitely up on there. Bang, I when they first released that as a oh single... Oh, my God. Because, obviously, there was, I think there was, like, a six-month divide between when Bang came out and when OK Orchestra actually came to be. It was but, a while, yeah, yeah. But, like, when they first released Bang, oh, my God, did I not stop playing that for days. I know. Like, I was the same way. That was, like, <laughs> this song
1: is so perfect. And then, like, I watched the music video, yeah. and I was like, this just makes it even better. <laughs> and I... Absolutely adored it so much, and I was like, I can't stop listening to the song. It's a bang.
0: Yeah, and then, mm, yeah. Uh, and then I would say my my third behind way less sad and bang would probably have to be ordinaryish people because I just, oh I, I just really that Really like yeah. the Blue Man Group's contribution to that song.
1: The lyrics for that one, I can I relate a lot to the lyrics in that song, yeah. and so I was like, I love this so much. Like the that would definitely probably take fourth for me because mm. it's it's such a good piece of music and like that album in general, like I listened to it on repeat all the freaking oh, yeah. time. And I was like, Ugh. absolutely. As soon as I hear the, the overture, like the opening yeah. overture, I'm like, Oh, it's going to <laughs> be a good one. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a great one. Guys. Yeah.
0: Uh, that definitely AJR killed it this time. And oh yeah. it's weird to think that that was 2021. Cause I feel like that came out in 2020, but it might've been because, of bang and Bummerland coming out months before the album was even announced yeah we just knew they were going to be on some mysterious new album that they hadn't talked about yet yeah so like
1: well i i mean that's also a thing too right is that march of 2021 mm-hmm. feels like
0: an eternity ago <laughs> it does it was it only really does. i mean yeah.
1: to even think that it was six months ago mm-hmm. is crazy but it doesn't feel like it feels longer than that. It feels yeah. like it was like a year ago.
0: It definitely does. Yeah. And, and, which is, is really odd to, to think about. Uh, but moving back to like year in review kind of albums now, after mm. a little brief tangent there with yeah. JR and OK Orchestra, uh, we also had Waterparks' fourth album. Yes, it would be fourth album called Confusingly Greatest Hits. Uh, it, it sounds it more isn't, like a compilation. It, it isn't their greatest hits. Like, it isn't a compilation. It is an original album. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, it definitely <laughs> comes from... I can definitely tell they took it from a lyric in one of the songs that that's like, the songs go like this on my greatest hits. Uh-huh. And like I, I'd assume that's where they got that that album title from, but like listening to the lyrics of some of those songs, there are far better album titles hiding yeah. in there. I <laughs> like,
1: as somebody who takes naming conventions very seriously, yeah. like if I saw where it's like water parks, greatest hits, yeah. I'd be like, Oh, so oh, it's like a hits it's a good place yeah. to start yeah. because it's like, Oh, like it's a bunch of their best songs yeah. and I can just jump right in. But no, when you call, not. you can't do that yeah. because like <laughs> then people who don't know their music, um, are going to look at that and they're going to be like, oh, it's just the greatest hits and then it's like, no, it's just called that no, it's, and yeah. it's like
0: it's their fourth album. it's true it's like it's actually a real fourth album' like,
1: kind of silly, but that's okay. it's I don't know it, it's one of the it's one of those things you have to be very careful with naming conventions mm-hmm. because then you get confused with stuff like that, which is why I'm very careful when it comes to that <laughs> kind of stuff. <laughs>
0: I mean, I always at any point have like six or seven album titles just on deck. Waiting. Like, I have a document on Google Docs. For, I guess like, it's worth mentioning we're album we're both
1: music artists. We are, yeah. Um,
0: Which I think I've talked about... Well, actually, there was an entire episode about my musical career, but that was back in... 20, you, that was 2014. Give them a little refresher. Where can yeah. they find you? What's your name? Uh, so, right now, I'm going under the name DJ Witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm on every streaming service, every major one. Um, I am currently working on my fourth album. I had mm. to think about that for a second, because... <laughs> It's been a while, but I'm currently working on the, on the fourth album. Uh, it's EDM, like electronica music and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. uh, way back 2014, r- last episode of the original run of this show of James' House of Rock, I did like a music biography of myself with all of the old like... I wouldn't even know what to call them anymore. I, I, I did like... I wrote my own lyrics and sang them, but had no instrumental talent. So I was mm-hmm. just singing songs on and that was it and that right. was, i released like seven albums that way actually more probably yeah i don't even know anymore but i did my little sa- shameless self-promotion so what about yours <laughs> oh, it's I, know my you, turn. I know you just had one come out a couple weeks ago i
1: did so um i go under the sketched out orchestra
0: which i, I love that name although i I miss your old ballad of the snails too i feel like both were pretty good <laughs> that was a pretty yeah i remember it. i went
1: through a few band name ideas um I, it was almost ballad of the snails and then i changed it to the sketched Out orchestra um, but you can find me again, like James here. You can find me anywhere: Spotify, yeah. um, iTunes, oh, excuse me, Apple Music. Yeah, Twitter, whatever they whatever. want to call it, it's just um, uh, it's iTunes. Yeah, you can call it whatever you want. I checked off every box on DistroKid. You can yeah. go, just go find. It. Like, <laughs> you'll find it. I just,
0: just type sketched out, and you'll probably have it, literally nine million options to listen to this stuff. You, yeah. I was
1: actually very pleasantly surprised to find that if you type my name out on Google, I'm the first thing to come up, and I have my yeah. own little like biography yeah. thing, and I was like, oh. This is what it feels say, yeah, like got, to be in the big got, leagues. I was, yeah. I have
0: <laughs> my own like little like Google like musical artist plate when you when you start yeah, up. I like it. It's so fun. Uh, but
1: I yeah, I just had an album come out uh called Welcome to My Dreams. Um and I that's I'm oh like what album am I even on at this point? Because I, I don't
0: know if you're numbering them but I think we're in like the 6th or 7th at like, this point. 6
1: or 7. I just I want to double check because I can't remember. Because it's actually funny because Spotify And iTunes and all these other services. Um, So they only count that I have one, two, three, four, five. So uh, that is album six. Yep. Um, However, I technically had another album. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're technically on seven, but since that album was only like five songs long, it counted it as an EP. Okay. Uh, So, but it's called... The Vaporwave album. Oh, that one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But since what, it doesn't have enough songs... It
0: used to be VHS Arcadia, right?
1: It's still called that, it's I believe. It's VHS that? Arcadia, okay. yeah. and the subtitle is yeah. like the Vaporwave album. And that's because I thought it was enough yeah. songs for an album, and then it wasn't, and now it's an EP <laughs> called the Vaporwave album. I'm like, all right, I guess it's technically an EP. I so, mean, yeah. it
0: can be whatever it wants to be. It's true. It, it, yeah, it, Its parents don't care. It can express itself. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> there you go. I didn't even really... Other than the fact that it was a stupid naming convention, we hadn't even really talked about Greatest Hits as an album. Right. Uh, So let's jump back to this podcast, at least for probably the first couple episodes, just to warn you, it will probably be all over the place, considering, uh, especially this particular episode, we don't really have any talking points. We just wanted to get a feel for how...
1: We were going to do this. This podcast was going
0: to go. I had an idea on what I wanted to talk about with the whole 2020 year in review kind of thing of of stuff that happened that we didn't get to cover. Yep. But beyond that, it kind of can go anywhere. Yeah. Um, Greatest Hits was weird. It's a very weird album. Uh, They started as a good Charlotte-style pop-punk band on their first two albums, and then they started getting really weird in their third album, and then they kind of mixed the two styles in their fourth album, where it's the old good Charlotte style pop punk mixed with this weird experimental something. I don't even know what I would call it it's, anymore. It
1: sounds like AJR done wrong.
0: It's AJR, but edgy.
1: Oh That's yeah, essentially so what what, is. yeah. So what gone I wrong. said, yeah, AJR gone, gone wrong. wrong. Uh,
0: so the album is 18 songs long, 17 wow. songs, I think. And if this is any a te- like testament to, to how some of the songs are after track 11, I just skip straight back to the first track. I skipped through oh, the rest really? of the album because it's just not good. Oh, Honestly, no. the if Greatest Hits ended at track 11, which is Fruit Roll-Ups is the name of the song, uh, it would have been a fantastic album. It probably would have gotten like an 8 or 9 out of 10 for me. But the fact that there's six other songs stapled onto there that I have to skip through every time <laughs> I want to get back to the good stuff. Yeah, like, that's funny. That's, that's, that's a sign of a bad album to me. It's just, they should have been like a less is more approach. I understand the appeal in the market of like having 17 songs but like
1: because it's kind of like a milestone of sorts yeah you know or it's like
0: but like if they're not good songs then well that's fair too because <laughs> yeah. like blink 182 did the same thing uh on the california deluxe edition when oh. that came out so obviously they released the album california and then like about six months later or so i don't really remember anymore uh, they released California Deluxe Edition, which had an additional fourteen songs from the already fourteen song long first California.
1: So it was like twenty eight songs. It was long? like twenty
0: eight songs. It was two CDs. Like the Deluxe Edition was a CD of its own. Oh my god, uh, it literally could have been released as its own album if they wanted to, and that was done right. Like those songs were good. Like it, and they even said like a lot of these were just like last minute chopping blocks of the main album by itself so like it makes sense that these were good but water Park should have probably done a similar thing where these other six songs were maybe like a deluxe edition because then it would hurt a little less yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> It would hurt. <laughs> that's funny um the only other ones that i can immediately think of off the top of my head and while i'm in the middle of this conversation i'm trying I'm to try think of other ones yeah weezer did some things <laughs> Really? And depending on on who you ask, it was good or bad things. (laughs) Uh, So Weezer is one of those bands that likes to never do anything the same twice. Mm -hmm. Every album is different. (laughs) Okay. So it's like Um, Taylor Swift kind of thing. Yeah. Well, Mm kind of. Except just like they they don't change styles necessarily, but they change how they do things almost every single album now. Okay. Uh, Because they released two albums last year, uh, back to back to each other. Wow. Uh, Van Weezer. Which was a play on Van Halen, the band right. Van Halen, but Van yep. Weezer, which was a like a rock and metal guitar-driven album. Okay, interesting. And then they did OK Human, which I find really funny that it was alongside OK Orchestra. Okay orchestra yeah. But it's called OK Human, which was an orchestra, like, slower song-based album.
1: Interesting. It was...
0: I love OK Human. Van Weezer was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, OK Human was really good, except my one... The one thing I wish happened was, so the the, the first song on OK Human is um, called All My Favorite Songs. Yeah. And it's a fantastic song on its own right, but then, like, two or three months later, after the album came out, they did a version with AJR.
1: Oh, wow. Um,
0: oh, yeah. Uh, the All I... My Favorite Songs, which is infinitely better than the actual one that was on the album. Yeah. AJR puts the perfect touch on that song. And my one gripe with OK Human now is I wish they had put the AJR version on the album. Like, I... I want that version of the song to listen to on the album instead of the actual version. <laughs> like, that,
1: it really says something when somebody covers your song and it sounds better.
0: Well, so they didn't really cover it necessarily. I would call it more of a remix. Oh, okay. Like, you know how they like most bands do like, oh, this song like DJ whatever remix. Yeah, thing. yeah. I would consider the redo of all my favorite songs with AJR to be more of a remix of all my favorite songs rather than a cover. Because right. it still features Rivers Como. It's just in addition to Jack singing along with him in this time. And they added a new verse for AJR. Um, and I just, I really do think like Rivers Como and, and Jack Met work really well together. And I, I want them to do more stuff in the future. Cause obviously Rivers Como was on, um, Sober Up on The uh-huh. Click. Uh, oh, they're yeah, they're good friends. That. He helped the, make The Click happen. Right. So like, I want them to do more stuff together. Because obviously, All My Favorite Songs has been great. Sober Up was great. And reading like the comments of the, the video that they, they posted of that, they didn't have a music video. They just had an audio of it. Yeah. Everybody pointed out extremely collect- um, correctly that this song both sounded like a Weezer song and an AJR song at the exact same moment. Like, wow, it sounded like both bands perfectly mixed. <laughs> like, Damn. Uh, and I'll play it for you after we're done here. And yeah. If we didn't get copyrighted, I would just play it here on the podcast. Yeah. But maybe I'll play. What is it? Three seconds. I can play royalty free before I get in trouble is it 5 um, seconds it's some stupid low number.
1: YouTube is like 10 seconds but is I don't I don't know what it is on other platforms which is I mean problem. this isn't
0: monetized so it's not like anything bad. Well, happen. I'm not going to lose any money over it. Probably
1: but not, but I wouldn't risk it I anyway. I probably
0: wouldn't either, but yeah. just I'm going to look up the law and then I'm going to I'm going to do a quick and here it is if I read the law right.
1: Wow, cool. wasn't that incredible? You, you, <laughs> I, you
0: either heard complete silence me film something else really stupid or the actual song depending on what the results <laughs> of my google search will be tonight but
1: <laughs> if there was silence just fill it in with this yeah we couldn't get it
0: okay, okay i'll do that <laughs> yeah, yeah just yeah, use that i'll, I'll do that um, um so yeah there were a lot of there was a lot of good music oh i forgot all time lows wake up sunshine uh that was a fantastic oh, yeah. album that was what one of their, that, that, that was happened. one of their best no, didn't that happen before quarantine? No, ended? that was the the first singles came out before quarantine did. Right, that's and then what it was. The album was supposed to come out at around March of twenty twenty, mm-hmm. and then for obvious reasons, it got pushed back and ended up coming out sometime in the summer. Right. Um, I love that album so much. It is their best one that they've ever done, and it is a huge revival from the mixed feelings I had towards Last Young Renegade, which was the album just before this one. Mm-hmm. Uh have you listened to I know you like all time low, but have you listened to Wake Up Sunshine yet?
1: I one of their singles before we went on quarantine was in my Spotify playlist. Two, I can't remember which one it was though. I think it had it like was, two
0: It was sleeping in was one of them wasn't and that. then um
1: It was like two phrases put together.
0: Separated on. by a I'm, comma. I'm gonna I'm going to look it up here. I forgot yeah. the luxury of filming a podcast is that none of you can see me. So I can yeah. just look at my phone while, exactly. we're, <laughs> while we're at this. That's why I was um, like, oh, I'm
1: going to check my album count. Yeah. And then I,
0: it's weird because I'm used to being in front of a camera. So Yeah, it's I,
1: changing formats is strange sometimes. I've done podcasts a few times, but like this is still new and yeah. Oh, Some
0: Kind of Disaster was the first single. Yeah, know. Some Kind of Disaster was the first single, and then they did Sleeping In, Getaway Green, and Melancholy Kaleidoscope were all singles of that album, too. But they came much later. Uh, Melancholy Kaleidoscope was one of those ones that they released when the album released as like a promotional single. Mm-hmm. Um, same with Getaway Green. But yeah, Some Kind of Disaster was the first single off that, and that came out towards the end of 2019, I think okay. it was. Uh, I'm, I'm trying
1: to find... I'm not going to be able to find it. Um, I was trying to find the song, but the playlist that it's in, I can't find it. So just whatever. That's all right. Um, So in terms of
0: upcoming concerts, that's the one other thing we haven't talked about yet because concerts are a thing that can happen again. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really do any research for that this particular episode. I mean Although I, can, I know most of the stuff isn't happening until the fall for the most part. Yeah,
1: I mean I was supposed to go to a concert last year. Did
0: that ever get rescheduled or is that still just I, flat out canceled? I've
1: not seen a single fucking yeah. like re thing of that. Yeah. Where cuz it was like oh so to fill in the context of the people that are missing it um I was supposed to go see an Anamanaguchi concert. Yep. Um and it was supposed to happen last year I think in like April.
0: Something um, like that. it was like April yeah. and then there was were, July <laughs> and yeah. Was, and they were like, all right, we'll do it during the summer. Yeah. And then for
1: obvious reasons did, yep. didn't happen. Yeah. Um, and they're like, all right, we'll reschedule it eventually. Um, but I haven't seen a single mention. I haven't gotten an email. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any Instagram posts of like, this is when it's coming back. And so my hope is that like when like summer fall comes around, they're yeah. like, Hey, remember when we were going to do that? But I have a funny feeling that it's they just, just canceled. canceled it. Yeah. did um, you get your money back? I don't know if I did, so that's a very good question that I should look yeah, into. you should probably look into Because I'm curious. Yeah,
0: considering how expensive most concert tickets are.
1: Yeah, I don't think... No, these ones I don't think were that bad.
0: Well, I mean, they're not...
1: But still, they're not cheap.
0: Yeah, they're definitely um, not cheap. But they um, weren't that
1: bad. I think it was actually only like $20 a ticket. That's not too Something. bad. No, it's, it wasn't that bad. It's
0: the service fees that they get you at. Right. like, the Killers are playing in October, I think it is, at mm-hmm. TD Garden. And I think it's October next year. Mm-hmm. uh And the tickets themselves are only like twenty five dollars a piece. Yeah, but then it's more money for this per service fee than it is for the tickets. It's like twenty six dollars service fee for each ticket. Jesus. So like it ended up being like eighty bucks for. For two tickets. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, which, that's atrocious. Yeah, like, that's pretty um, bad. I intend to just go to TD Garden and purchase the tickets because then you could skip most of the service fees if you just buy it from the box office. The problem yeah. with that is that you have to line up the timing perfectly for when the box office is open. That's also the, true. Yeah. The box office to TD Garden, as far as I remember from doing this before, is only open an hour or two before events and then like an hour after events.
1: Seriously? And that's it. So yeah. you'd have to like... Find You'd out. have to
0: know what event is happening in TD Garden and then go a couple hours before that.
1: Wow, to That's, play
0: the box office. Yeah,
1: geez. is it better to go before or after?
0: I'd imagine before, because then you have to fight people going out. That's <laughs> fair. If yeah, you go a little after then, or a little before then, you might miss some the bulk of the crowd. That's true. Um, but yeah, it's it's really stupid how box offices work most of the time. It like, is stupid. It's like I don't want to research the next event going on at T D Garden just so I can line up my trip to Boston to go do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh but Ugh. yeah, I know a lot of concerts don't happen again starting into the fall. My next one that it, it's it was so weird buying concert tickets again. Mm. It was really weird buying concert tickets again. Um, it was
1: weird going to a movie. Yeah. You know, like, oh yeah, I, I went, went to go to, see Black Widow and I, that was insane. Yeah, yeah, I went to go see Black Widow and then I actually just saw Free Guy. Uh, oh, yeah, the I want to see that. But yeah, no. Um, I just
0: started buying concert tickets again, and it's so wild to like. It's a weird feeling. It is so bizarre. My next one is Motion City soundtrack for the what is now the 17th anniversary of Commit This to Memory. Oh my god! Uh, because it's um that's in January, uh, but it was supposed to be the 15th anniversary tour. Mm-hmm. Which obviously, made a lot more sense, and that was going to be in twenty twenty. Oh well, wow. and, <laughs> and then it got moved to twenty twenty one, and it was renamed the sixteenth anniversary tour, and now it's in the beginning of twenty twenty two, so it's the seventeenth anniversary tour. And please the, the, tell me it's like they're yep, xing yeah, it yeah, out. The, I the love the poster. That. Literally, has the fifteenth crossed out with sixteen written in like marker underneath it, and then that crossed out and seventeenth written on the bottom. That's so incredible! <laughs> like I they just kept using the same one and just kept modifying it. I love uh,
1: that because there's um the. A bit of an off topic, but Scott Pilgrim just had a, their thing recently, and I got a yeah. shirt, and it said "Happy 11th Anniversary," and then right underneath it says, "I mean 10th." Yeah, and I think that's an homage to like the like the, celebrating the game, or yeah. the comic, or the movie. Yeah, and so it's just funny. I love it's it just when everything like, all at once. Yeah. I I love it when companies do that because it's funny where <laughs> they're just like crossing it out, yeah. or they're like, "Oh, whoops, I meant this," or like it's. Just, <laughs> I love it when they do that.
0: So we are just about running out of time, which is wild because I didn't think we'd fill the full half hour. Yeah, but um what'd you guys think? We'd love to hear, uh, back from you. Uh, you can either email us your thoughts, who emails anymore, but it's James house of rock <laughs> at gmail.com. DM us on Instagram. It's yeah. also James house of rock. Uh, I'll do my best to respond to the probably five people that'll actually respond to this. Uh, but I'd love to hear what you had to say. Uh, cause I had a lot of fun doing this a lot more fun than I thought it would. And yeah, it too. might be better if I actually have talking points and some research done into these episodes, but I feel like we filled the half hour pretty well without it. Yeah. I mean, uh, we're good
1: at shooting the shit. So
0: this will be a weekly podcast alongside the main show. That'll probably be released at just about the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, keep an eye out, watch the more, watch the main show. Uh, listen to this podcast and go listen to JHR Jam Session, our new collaborative, not new anymore, but our collaborative wow. VP that came out early last year, shortly after the pandemic started. So yes, I'll see please. y'all next week and I hope you enjoyed. Thank you. See you later.